I'm Nels Anderson. And I'm Jesse Turner. And welcome to Terminal 7. Hey, Nels. Hey, buddy. How are you? Great. How about you? Great. Episode 66. We got Blut und Wasser. That's right, Nels. Here we are on Cool Mars. Our progressive German black metal band. (laughs) That's right. We're we're, we're up on Mars again. I love it. I I love it up here, Nels. It's it's pretty great. I love... (laughs) I like strife. I like chaos. I like yeah. problems. I, I, I like it when Waylon does well. I like it when... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, when Waylon does. Yes. I love it when they hit people with dump trucks. Cool. So so, um, so, so we're here. We're going to be talking about the pack. The yep. newest pack. Blood and water. Blood and water. Very cool. Um, and let's just start off the top. Yeah, we we should got dive. a brand new ID. Brand new At NR- first, I was like, eh, she's all right. And the more I thought about it, and the more I saw some people put up some decks, I'm like, oh. Oh, oh my. Oh, this is actually pretty cool. Who is this? Who is this new sweet lady and what does she do? This is Alice Merchant, the clan agitator. The she's she she's a, a cyborg from the Anarch Zero Link 50 card uh hefty 50 card library. Uh, yep. Just like our just like our friend Valencia. Yeah, just like Valencia. I guess it's cuz she's like a, she she knows all the clan. Like there's a lot of bloat there, you know. A lot yeah. of people that aren't really the best clan. There's a lot people. of obligations. That's right. That's right. Um so her ability is the first time you make a successful run on archives each turn, the corp must trash one card from HQ. Yep. It's not random. It's the corp's choice. But still uh, and that does happen right before access, as all successful thingies do. Right. Um, so if you somehow manage to get the corp up to, like, just five agendas in their hand. Or they only have one agenda left in their hand. They're not going to give you that one. Right. <laughs> they're, they're, no, I know. Sorry, I, I, I mean one card left in oh, their hand. Oh, one card left in it's an agenda. <laughs> it is agenda. Yes. There you yes, go. So you actually yes. snake that out of there. That's right. That's so true. this is a very agitating ability. Ah. I would think. <laughs> Yes, but what people are already doing, and this totally makes sense, and maybe, you know, there's this kind of notion of, like, runners are paired with their console. If that's the case, it definitely feels like uh, Maw Maw synergizes very well with what Alice does, because what does she do? Oh, she knocks cards out of the corporation's HQ. Uh, And then what does her ID ability do? Oh, the same thing. Great. It's it's not like uh, Haley and her comet. Yes, it's very, it feels very disruptive in a really interesting way i mean otherwise um you know people have been hypothesizing about what to do and it definitely feels like just lots of just chipping knocking stuff out of the corporation's hands is a there's so much synergy there yeah it's great yeah and i always love like even even cards like the shards that can just pick out two cards like you can disrupt their whole plan if their whole game plan was hinging on their 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 combos and their cards that are yeah Hand. And like, if they got four cards in HQ, and it's two agendas, a mid-seasons, and a boom, what are they going to get rid of? Right. Yeah. Well, I well, guess they get rid of the agenda, give it to you, mid-seasons, you, and then boom you. <laughs> uh, so maybe not. Bad example. <laughs> Curse you, NBN. Can't, wait for, can't wait for that cycle, right? That's get, right. Get that out of there. Um, but, like, there are lots of, you know, and it, it if not only does she put the corporation in an unfortunate position, but she makes your HQ runs even sweeter. Yeah. Right? Because you're not, the corp is not, probably not going to be feeding you agendas unless they're trying to do something really nasty to you. Mm-hmm. Who are those agendas? Oh, they're in the now much thinner HQ. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Let's go get them. Cool. I like it. Uh, cool flavor. She looks great. Shock of pink hair. Nah. The, the, the clan armor, and she's all ready to just yeah. kick some The butt. one thing I will say is that I am going to, um, 
It, it will definitely uh, be an exercise in my patience to deal with the countless Alice in Wonderland pun deck names Ooh. that will appear for every single Alice merchant deck on Netrunner TV. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 take a vow and try to find. I I, I thought it maybe we me and Alice in Chains reference. There you go. To anything. Sure, we got Some, a lot. Whatever. Just not. Don't call one through the looking glass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> please, please don't. Please, if you have any takeaway, <laughs> at least make it like Walrus or the Carpenter or some oh, garbage yeah. like that. Like, at least go one step further. <laughs> uh, no, no tea parties, please. Man, they, they, they actually lucked out not calling Ma Walrus or something. That, that oh, that's true. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a dinosaur, but maybe it's like a weird tuskless. Maybe it's some weird Martian Walrus. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> <laughs> right, t- speaking of things that are weird. This is okay. Um, this, the, the, this card's great. Now, what's this card? The. Jargnew, Jargnew, Jargnew. Weird Martian word. Yep. Um, Mercs, Mercs. Some cool mercenaries. You uh, they're unique. You install install them for zero. Oh yeah. And what you do is when you install these Jargnew Mercs, uh, you take one tag. Then you place three power counters on Jargnew Mercs and one additional power counter for each tag you have. So it gets four to start. It's getting confusing, but yeah. And then you get more. Um, when there are no power counters left on the mercs, trash them. The corp cannot trash the mercs while there are other resources installed, and you may use a hosted power counter to prevent one meat damage. So this is, this is super cool. I love the cost. The the it yeah, this is a neat card. Yeah. So they're <laughs> a super weird. Wacky plastic, <laughs> I guess. This is so. This is neat. It feels like uh, these guys. So like the corp knows where you are. The corp, the corp can 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 deal with you. But the problem is, is you've surrounded yourself by hired goons, right? You've 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 hired these mercenaries that are causing them problems that are taking the flack for you. I think I, I think it's a really cool card, and it's a really neat way, a very anarch way of dealing with uh, meat damage and tags. Yeah, totally. It's 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 weird, um, but. Man, oh man, does that make you immune to mid-season's boom? <laughs> At least, as long as you can keep some other resources on the board. It was like, okay, I guess these guys have like 26 power counters. Sure, whatever. Um, yeah, man, they're, they're weird boys. Yeah, they're, but they're not bad. I do very much enjoy that um, you can outsource the meat damage from net rarity eyes to them. <laughs> it's like, oh, my eye! The guy yeah. just drops to the ground. <laughs> I hired these mercenaries for what? Hold still. <laughs> Is the titanium ribs? I get the ribs, and you get all the pain and agony. <laughs> uh, just, no, just use this guy's rib cage, and then I'll take it after he's done. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty goofy in that regard, but mostly it's like a good, especially if you're just at some point, you know, you're playing an anarch deck, just gonna say, "Screw it, I'm going tag me." Um, it's some not bad protection, right? It's a weird one, and and again, these 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 zero cost. These zero cost things always excite me because they're, yeah. they're nice and cheap and they're they're gonna get played. You save that money to do other things. Uh, now we're rolling down to old Maui. Yeah, Maui, the criminal console, install five influence two two mu and has X recurring credits. Nels, uh-huh. use these credits during runs on HQ. X is the number of pieces of ice protecting HQ. Limit one console per player. Talk about HQ pressure. Uh, th- this is almost like a nerve agent ish. Thing. Oh no! Sorry, not, not nerve agent. I'm um, uh, the other virus. Go- the oh. pheromones. Fer- yes, kind of, kind of like pheromones replacement, sort of. Right. Um. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, obviously, it gets better. You know, the more ice that gets put on 
HQ. Um, and it sounds like, okay, so it looks like uh, Michael Boggs hopped in here and said, the value of X is already greater than zero when it's installed, so it actually comes with, you You check the board state, you're like, there's two pieces of ice there. Yeah, so the turn, you, you don't have to wait to, like, the beginning of your next turn for the crest. It's just, like, literally, when you put it down, how many pieces of ice are on HQ? You have that many crests use immediately. Pretty cool. Which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of neat. Um, it is, yeah, I mean, just the fact that, like, you know, and it, it works even if that ice is unrezzed or cannot be rezzed. Yep. So it's like, okay, well, you get two free credits to use to trash some garbage out of HQ if the corp has two pieces of ice that they can't res. Okay, that, that's not bad. That's pretty good. Sure. Um, yeah, it's it's solid. Again, you, it's almost stupid to say it's like, well, what about Desperado? <laughs> um, but leaving that out, especially if you need a little bit of extra MU. Yeah, if, if you're doing some weird MU cool. shenanigans, it's kind of a neat card. Yeah. I mean, being able to have your sneak door beta installed and not have to throw it away because you have plus two immune instead of just plus one that's kind of nice yeah sure <laughs> and you can and you can use these credits when you sneak door in you can only use them once you actually are redirected into hq not for the archives part right but you have like two credits you can use to trash stuff out of hq or just you know spend on your own cards or whatever that's yeah. not bad and we and, we, and th- i think there's been a real lack of uh recurring credits on consoles like i love yeah. spi- i love spinal modem a lot right. but the problem is, is like uh, the links and all that stuff but the just like it's, it's, it's neat to see the recurring credits make a comeback yeah, yeah what else do the criminals get with their cool maui console nails they got a bug out bag super cool uh you install it for x and when you and it is it is uh, two influence. When you install it, you place X power counters on bug out bag. If there are no cards in your grip at the end of your turn, you draw one card for each counter on bug out bag. Then you trash it. That's <laughs> kind of cool. It's not bad. Yeah, what, what a strange <laughs> way. So, so, so it's like banking cards for like a uh, draw later uh, when you've. Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. It's definitely interesting. I mean, the fact that, you know, you can, um, like, you can burn your whole hand and not have to worry about just being, like, immediately neurally impeded or pinged with a freaking contract killer or something. That's kind of nice. Sure. Like, you know, you always, there's always a touch of reticence if you're playing, even against any kind of potential net damage deck, where you're like, oh, I really don't want to go down to zero cards. That's... Not great. And this is like, hey, don't worry, friend. I got you covered. Got you. I also, I love the flavor of like, well, how nice of a bug out buy, bag did you buy? Right. It's like, this has a half-eaten granola bar and like, like, a, like, like a copy of like a today. Right. <laughs> this is a one credit bug out I'll, bag. I'll draw one card. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I mean, it does also let you do some really goofy stuff with giant, hand size cards like if you remember not too long ago the Severnia stim implant mm. where you throw cards out of your grip yep well so because you get this at the end of your turn oh yeah after you've done all your end of turn discarding you could like install this with like a dozen power counters on it that's cool start of your you get 12 cards and then you can do some other garbage to draw a few more and then like just barf burn them all 10 out <laughs> love to that get massive accesses with the stim implant yeah you're like a crazy like scavenging cyborg that's all hopped up on like supplies carved into the corp neat neat situation there yeah it's a uh, it's really weird yeah. but it's pretty good I, I i am sensing a pattern here some some weird pattern this is great yeah this is great. So, so the criminals also got a, uh, a connection else 
Carol's McIntyre. Is it Carol's McIntyre? I think so. Sure. Carol's McIntyre. A three influence connection. Cost two. The first time you derez a piece of ice each turn, gain two. Derez. Nels, uh, who, who's like the, the, the king champions of derezing ice? Los. Probably Los. Well, Criminals well, for no, sure. Well, yeah, but Lo, oh, sorry. Los Lo, loves it when ice gets derezzed because he's getting paid coming. And yep. he's now with this, he's getting paid going. That's cool. And this what's great is if you're, I'm assuming you're building your deck. To derez ice, this guy pays for himself after that first yeah. little bit of shenanigans you got going on. Yeah. yeah. The fact that you can like, it, it's one of those, those wonderful resource denial situations you want to be in, right? Where it's like the corporation is losing something. While you're gaining something. Yep. And that's the heart of account siphon. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that's right. But this is just like it's weirder because it's on your ice. Um, he, he is unique. So you're only ever, you, you can't sleaze it up with With's a million Karos clones. <laughs> um, but even that too, like, you know, runner, the, the corporation reses something, you're playing low, so you get two bucks. You then emergency shut it down. It, when they want to res, you get two bucks. When they want to res it again, because they better want to res it again because it's over HQ and you're going back. You get two bucks again. Yep. Like that's actually pretty darn good. I, I, I guess I think I think the birds are a little bit too slow for this, but the birds do derez. That's true. But I think the birds are just like not really built for this. Yeah, they are a bit like I mean maybe if you're doing some weird shenanigans where you're not ever actually installing them, you're like lending librarying them. Yep. Maybe. Maybe. Um. But with just like good proper emergency shutdown or forged activation order <laughs> garbage. Uh, no wait. Not for, not for Jack. You mean like, that puts it up? Yeah, but that would get you two credits. That's true. And then you can find some way to crescent ch- to sit down to get back <laughs> money. Anyway, <laughs> Los loves it. Uh, other people think it's okay <laughs> if you're going hard on the um, derezzing. Sure. Um, and the important thing to note is that like it's whenever the runner derezzes a corp card. So the distinction being for something like Muertos gang member. That's where it says, oh, the corporation chooses one of their cards and derezzes it. That would not trigger all Mr. Karos. Ah, uh, It's nice. kind of like, like Noises. Yeah, okay. Um, who actually does the trashing hostile infrastructure thing. Right. This this guy doesn't want to get in, involved with, the, no, with no, no. Los Muertos. No, no, no. He sure. does. He does have... I Actually, I, I'm just going to read this out because I love Great. this flavor text a lot. Uh, I don't bother asking why anymore. He never says. But if I had to guess... It's because he's embezzling and using my runs to disguise it. Not that I care. His credits spend as well as the next guy's. There we go. I love it. So the idea of like this person who's like just paying off some runner to like do their normal hacking garbage as a cover for their own embezzling. Yeah. And then that guy's a criminal connection. Yeah. Okay. Real good. (laughs) Real good. Like like, how bad? Like what exactly is he doing that's so bad? You're like, oh, jeez. I don't even. We uh, don't even. I don't. Whatever. He he just pays me. It's fine. Task at hand. Yeah. So um, we got another console now. Speaking of consoles, yes. freaking consoles. Consoles central. Raining from the sky. Yeah. What's this one? This is the Daredevil. Is a uh, five to install one influence console. So that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it is two MU, and the first time you initiate a run on a server protected by two or more pieces of ice each turn, draw two cards. Uh, so Faust, Faust loves <laughs> like it. The Faust. <laughs> where where else is to like? We all know cards are great. Love cards. Mid run though, getting these cards, you're not going to be using these cards unless you're Faust, right? Um, or unless you got that cyborg back implant and you're just like carving it. Give me more cards. Need, no, 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 because you need to do that at the run. Oh no, that still works. Yeah, I think you burn them right before you access. So you burn them all, and then you draw back up the two. Yeah, or something. 
Maybe, um, what's that Anarch card where if you are down to two cards and you make the run, you get plus three on all your icebreakers. Oh, right. Uh, I forget what that one's called. But this one, you will get down to two, cast that card, and then draw back up. Yeah, that's kind of... It's not bad. Strange, strange consoles. You know, they hit, it is, they hit Mars and the consoles get like... Yeah. Some of them are strange in a crazy way. Like, Mom, some are strange and you're just like, kind of like, I'm not exact Unless I'm playing a Faust deck, I don't know exactly what to do with this. With Faust, I think, I think you totally run this over Ubax. Yep. Because um, like Ubax is lovely for that like one turn, pick. always consistency. But with this, you're just like... Either you're not putting very many ice on your servers, which means I'm getting in for I'm nothing. In. Yep. Or you are, and I'm getting my free cards, which means I'm also doing great. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, what else? Well, so speaking of things that are big, speaking of giant things, we have the mass driver. This is an eight cost two MU decoder icebreaker from our shaper friends. Strength one. Man. Three influence. Whenever you use Mass Driver to break all subroutines on a piece of ice during a single encounter, the first three subroutines on the next ice you encounter this run do not resolve. Spend two to break one Colgate subroutine, one to one strength. <laughs> Whoa. This, this this icebreaker breaks ice so hard the ice after it feels, yeah, that's right. feels it. <laughs> wow. It is um man, it's a it's a it's a weird card. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, I think, especially for, uh, this is the case with any crazy impactful decoder where you're like, kit, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Right? Because the first thing is always going to be a code gate, which means you don't care about what the second thing is because unless it has a million friggin' subs, Master Driver is going to turn it off anyway. Yep. Um, d- like, with both this and Inversificator being in the same... Cycle. cycle man there's some weird like and then also you have berserker and persephone it's yeah. just like i guess mars is where the weird breaker yeah, Mar- Mar- <laughs> like, there's yeah there's something in the dust and it's like screwing with people's <laughs> yeah i mean like, obviously this thing is super expensive both the install and then actually the MU use cost. to break those subroutines and like, the mu cost too yeah and it's very low base strength like breaking a fair child with this whoo buddy <laughs> um but the fact that you're saving all that money on the next piece of ice, that kind of balances out a little bit when eventually there's more ice, but it's like it's super positional too. Mm. Um, it feels like, you know, you either want to use this with like some crazy egret stuff where they have like oh, yeah. a curtain wall <laughs> in front of in front of like, you know, an enigma. And you're like, okay, well that, or I guess enigma would mean you don't even need the egret, but they have like, you know, Ice wall, curtain wall, or sapper curtain wall, or whatever. And you're like, okay, well, let's turn that sapper into a code gate, break it with mass driver, and, and then, oh, your curtain wall doesn't do anything. Drive either. through everything. Yeah. Wow. Um, man, it's a it's a weird weird boy. Yeah. <laughs> but if you if you're cheating it out with with kit, maybe that's actually not too shabby because you don't ever ever have to worry about it being blank, right? That's right. Yeah. That's it's 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 got a slower break on the. Uh, subroutine cost but still like it's a it's that that power again it's cool that we're seeing icebreakers that do new and crazy different things this one yeah it definitely it it, it, i'm i'm happy that the way they continue to go with the breakers is not just like it's slightly more efficient or it's slightly more efficient but in this one specific kind it's like this is gonna do some weird (laughs) stuff (laughs) so buckle up that's right um but it's not just the runners. Nope. It's not <laughs> no. just the runners that do weird stuff. It's not just, oh no, oh, there's so much weird stuff <laughs> going on here. Um, 
Let's start with a, a weird uh, murder robot. I like that they call them Waroids. There yes. is no, there's no subtlety there. No, nope. they named it Waroid. Yep. It's like what's it do? Oh, it wars. <laughs> it's the the and it's an android that goes to war. Yeah, it's a Waroid. <laughs> yes. What is what is the Waroid tracker do now? The Waroid <laughs> is <laughs> what's the the uh, mouth? The mouth feels kind of weird on Mars. Is it the gravity yeah. problem? It, it, that, those double R's, like whenever you're not running them together, it's uh, it's a weird thing. But I I love that Waroid. Warroid. Um, I'm just gonna keep saying Warroid. <laughs> uh, it is a upgrade, a two to res, four to trash, and it's a two pips of influence. What it does is that whenever the runner trashes one or more cards in or protecting the server, including the Warroid tracker, you must trace four. If successful, the runner must trash two, not one, but two, two. of his or her installed that, cards. That Warroid. Is bringing you down with it. Yeah, man. Two cards. That Warroid's a dick. <laughs> I, like, what a dick. So I guess you got the Warroid on your, on your, on your, on your, something that you don't, like the runner doesn't want to trash the Warroid. If it's just the Warroid. Yeah. It's got oh, no. something else. You're if it's just Warroid, that, you just leave it. Because you, because you set the Warroid up to guard whatever yeah. it is, which is great. Yeah. It's a super cool flavor. Yeah. And the Warroid's like, you better not mess with this man. Yeah. And it's, and it's in or protecting. So people start doing some parasite shenanigans and you're like, oh, uh, 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 you can just be like, oh, uh, there's one virus counter left before this parasite destroys this piece of ice, and it's almost the runner's turn. Um, I'm gonna res my warroid now. Parasite's gonna take over. Oh, my eyes is destroyed. Uh, time for you to trace. Oh, you only have one credit. <laughs> time for you to uninstall some of your cards. Trash, trash. Not just uninstall. Trash, just trash. That um, warroid revenge. That sweet, sweet warroid yeah, revenge. Man, I mean, it won't. It won't ever flatline you, which is nice. Nope. Um, but otherwise. Yeah, man. It can disrupt the board pretty big pretty time. Well. Yeah. What a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> Good investment HB. Yeah, like once, you know, especially when Ash and Caprice both go away quite soon. Um stuff like this coming in to replace that, that's really interesting. I yeah. think. Yeah. That's super cool. <laughs> speaking of stuff <laughs> speaking that's of weird. weird stuff. <laughs> HB got a piece of ice. And this is super cool, Nels. What is this piece of ice? Uh, it's Loki. That's right. He is, he is, he is the trickster. He's the trickster god of Norse mythology. Also in a bunch of those comic book movies. Yep. Um, and oh boy, he is one weird bioroid. So he's five influence and unique. So like, even though he's not a mythical type ice, he shares a lot with those other supreme deity type things like this and Archangel and all the rest. I guess Archangel isn't unique. Or is it? I forget. Uh, I don't think so. No, I don't think uh, so. The Fairchild yeah, certainly is. Definitely. Wotan, et cetera. Um, Loki. So, when the runner encounters Loki, choose another resed piece of ice. Until the, re- until the end of the run, Loki gains all the subtypes of that ice and the subroutines of that ice before all of Loki's other subroutines. And his actual on- printed on the card subroutine is in the run, unless the runner shuffles his or her grip into the Stack. Cool. What's the strength? Strength three, three. six res. Six res. Um, but you basically get a mega wormhole, I guess? <laughs> yeah, yes. Kind of neat. Um, man, it is weird. If people have any questions about how all the goofy interactions for this work with other piece of ice, just look at the UFAQ, because if it's like, if you have a mausolus that's advanced, blah, 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 just parse out all the weird edge cases there um 
But man, the fact that you can basically just turn it into whatever ice is the most horrible for the runner to deal with at the moment. Yep. Is really annoying. Yeah, and, and that and his actual sub is 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 great. Yeah. Too. With price sec, it's lethal. Yep, that's right. <laughs> they don't have any cards left. Yeah. And then you take one me damage. Goodbye. <laughs> um Yeah, it's uh I mean again, like especially with unique ice like this, you you very rarely want to include one more than one copy in your deck unless it's really, really, really potent. And this is good, but I don't think it's that good. Um but just that the flexibility you get from being able to sync this up with basically pick the most annoying other piece of ice on the board. It is now that. Yep. Is because like, you know, this thing just becomes another Chiashi for six credits instead of 14. Sure. Yeah. That's pretty nice. Definitely. And what's cool is like that ice can live somewhere else, somewhere that the runner stop running. It can just yeah. be awake and then Loki can uh, bring it in. Yeah. Or you can just be like, I... I'm sick of your goddamn viruses. This is now a macrophage. <laughs> Just once. Um, That's cool. You know, and it can turn turn back on rig shooter type stuff where if, it's, you know, you like blow up their decoder. Okay, well now Loki's a code gate and you can't get in anymore. Um, yeah, it's flexible in a friggin' crazy but very cool way. Yeah, neat stuff for sure. Uh, that's not the most exciting thing for me, though. You know what the most exciting for, thing for me is? I think you know. I think you know, Jesse. I, I think, think I do you know. know. I think I do know. Uh, it's the it's the Obokata protocol. Yeah, Nels, what is this? Oh do? boy! This is this is. <laughs> I, I actually I actually really love this card. I I actually really love the mechanic of this card. So Nels, explain to us what uh, this protocol. It is a brand new Jinteki agenda. It is five advancements to score worth three points. It's a brand new five three. Woo! Um. And it is an ambush type agenda joining its comrade, the fetal AI. Uh, and what it does is as an additional cost to steal Obokata protocol, the runner must suffer for net damage. Oof. Proper so, application of stress can create the most profound changes. Tenon Institute intern brief. Oof. Um, so one... Really makes you wonder what the hell is going on at the Tenon Institute. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like it's not just putting counters on weird cards. No, something on Mars. It's some sinister action. Yeah. But as we all know, the runner gets to be like, well, I'm not touching that. Correct. At least. So the runner can 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 back off. Unlike Fetal AI, which does its damage on access, this one, the runner actually has to pay the price to steal. Yeah. Um, but man, oh man. The fact that unlike Fetal, where it's like, Feel, you never really want to score it, right? No. Like, you Scoring will, a fetal is heartbreaking. Yeah, you will if you have to, but, like, you don't you don't really want to. Um, but, man, oh, man, with this, you feel great score. It's 5-3. Like, in every single one of my Jinteki net damage decks, uh, this is replacing Future Perfect or complementing, but definitely replacing, if it's one or the other, Future Perfect for sure. Cool. Ten times out of ten. Great. Um like this plus the personal evolution ID ability, that's five net damage. Yes. Like that's outrageous. <laughs> right? You like you put one or two uh punitive counter strikes, it's going away, but for now at least, you put one or two punitive counter strikes in. Oh my god! Like they took four damage from this, one from your ID, and now you can punitive them for three more? Who has that much card draw? Nobody. The answer's <laughs> nobody, you're just gonna die. <laughs> um God, it's lovely. It's amazing. 
Like, and the runner, again, can refuse, but if you've motioned this thing out or even just put it in and advance it twice... It's going to be three okay. points. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, either way... Oh, my God. I love it. It's a, su- it's a super cool threat. That, like, and, it's, and it changes, and it makes, uh, it makes interesting decisions happen. And, man, does it slow down that runner. If Even if early, and even if you can't capitalize on it, it's going to knock him down four times. Yep. Uh, the only thing is, have an answer for film critic. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely uh, intimidate some voters or uh, do, do, do something of the like. Yeah. You probably, yeah, I think voter intimidation is probably Jinteki's most appealing option there. Um, there's always snatch and grab. Sure. Yeah. Uh, can you hack job? No. Hatchet job? No. You can't do that, can you? I mean, you can, you you, put you a, can lift, it up. lift it up. So if you, if there was an obocata on there and you picked it up, then it would go into the bin. The other thing I like, unlike Fetal AI, this does trigger off archives access. So ah. you put this in the archive with a couple of shocks and you're like... You want to steal that? <laughs> Do you want to steal that? I mean, you already took two damage. What's four more, right? Yikes! What's four more? That, What's four more on top of that too? That that punji stick with this with this card is brutal. It's lovely. Cool. Um, you want to tell me about Miraju? Sure. Let's talk about Miraju, which is which of uh, course is just like you know Japanese for mirage. I, th- okay. They yeah. so they came it, out. It, they it, that, they invented it, and the Egyptians are like oh, we'll that, use that. Definitely an ad- adopted. Uh, anglicized word <laughs> if okay so this is a, a Kogate deflector we always love deflectors yes a zero cost to res sorry a two cost to res zero strength uh Kogate two influence if the runner breaks the printed subroutine on Miraju he or she is now running on archives instead of passing Miraju and approaches the outermost ice uh, if any then derez Miraju cool so we're having um, a bit of a uh, what's the little chimera? baby's uh, little baby cell portal? Yeah. Oh, kind of like chimera, chimera like little partially chimera. little baby chimera and little baby cell portal. Yeah, came came together and loved each other very so much. So what's what's the one real sub? The one real sub is the corp may draw one card, then shuffle one card from HQ into R and D. Yes. So you don't you don't get to put something you don't get to like just sleaze a snare right on top of R and D if no. it's correct again, unfortunately. But otherwise, that's a weird. Wonderful ability. Yep. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. It is, it is an approach. So, you know, if you, unlike uh, Ag Infusion, it's not, you, you aren't blasting them straight into the encounter face. Like, they can, no. they're approaching, so they can, they can happily jack they out can bail. if they, they want. Can bail. But um, your two costs for this code gate, bit of a jumper, a cheap deflector. This is probably the cheapest deflector, I think. Yeah. Oh, price? yeah. By leagues. By, yeah. Um, and obviously, it's not, it's not going to cost them anything to break, but as long as you're able to keep paying to res it, it doesn't matter, because if they pay to break it, they're not making a successful run on that server anymore. Yeah. Um, and otherwise, you're getting free card draws, which is which is which is which is nice. Sure. You get to filter stuff out of your hand. Like that's not that's not bad. No, no. Especially for anything where you want like combo-y stuff or whatever. It's reasonable. Yeah. So it's neat. Uh, uh, it's good that that it had derises and you need to keep up that uh, that taxation. But what if uh, Akitaro Watanabe or whatever his name is? Oh yeah, because he reduced it by two. He's like, oh no! Oh man, so this he just, is his ice. He's, he's just deflect forever. <laughs> oh, that's actually kind of cool. Oh man, you might have a spot for good old Akitaro after there all. There he is. Yeah, corset makes sense. <laughs> and then of course, the runner says, "Okay, fine, draw a card." And you're like, "All right, yeah, of course, draw a card." Oh, shit. <laughs> well, it was free. It didn't cost me anything. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Neater, neater, um, neater. Also, have perhaps the most obvious shipment. <laughs> Imaginable. Yes. It is a shipment from Tenon. Oh, what does this one do? It is a two cost to play, three influence operation. You play it only if the runner did not make a successful run during his or her last turn. 
Where have I heard that before? Hmm. And you place two advancement tokens on one card. Oh, okay. That's it. <laughs> like, 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 that's it. There's no stipulation. You can score that bad boy. Is that correct? Like, like you can just. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Yep. I mean, it definitely works fantastically with the actual tenant institute ID. Sure. You're getting one if if you satisfy the trigger conditions for this. That means you also got one from the ID. So you're yeah. putting three advancement counters already for one click. And then you got two more. So you can, you can just get a five. Like that 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 protocol you had is just scored now. That's true. Um, well, but the, now this is a three influence. So this is going to even find them way in like maybe a crazy Titan uh, deck or something. Yeah, like, it's, like, it's like, not. Like, I mean, Titan certainly was happy splashing for um, uh, Trick of Light. Yeah. So this is also totally fine. Yeah. And this is and this is like uh, like Trick of Light needs some setup. This can come out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, oh, you forgot to run? Well, guess what? We're, we're going to be like scoring this 2-4 or no problem. Or uh, this, uh, this and then an Audacity or something crazy like that. Like the agenda points are flowing up on Mars. Yeah. And the fact, there's no like have to, unlike Tendon's ID ability where you're only putting that on cards that are already on the board, like... This is just, this has no restrictions to play it aside from the runner not making a successful run. Yep. So you're like, okay, I'll install a, a House of Knives, advance one, shipment from Tenon, baboosh. Yeah. Um, with political dealings, then you can do cool things where you just get that, you just get that install for free and then you can get a 4-2 just with this. Yeah. Um, that's nice. Yeah, Tenon's uh, really shaping up there on Mars. Yeah. It's, cool. uh, it's, it's weird, but it's cool. I like it. I think it's, it's definitely... And it's just such a good Gentechi type thing, right? Definitely, sure, because sure. Because you're like, you don't want to make runs every turn because my eyes is just chomping you up. Like my, my hands so, my hands so sore running right. Gentechi. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, more new agendas for NBN. Right. This one is, is very exciting. Yes. For other reasons. It is Escalate Vitriol. Ooh, yeah. So, one, that name is fantastic. Awesome name. Uh, it is a 4-2. You can spend a click to gain one credit for each tag the runner has. Uses ability only once per turn. Um, so, boy, oh boy, <laughs> do, do you get those mid-seasons? That value. Out, you, you never, you just spend all your credits always, <laughs> always, forever. And then you spend one click and you get them back. Yep. And that's disgusting. And and it, it thematically it's it's good too. It's 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 really great. It's just it's just piling on the the, the vitriol. But now, what is extra special about this Correct. agenda? The best part is the flavor text, which says, "Of course, words hurt." From Bex Gleason, a character created by our friend Miss Leah Alexander in her novella Monitor. That's right. So it is very nice to see the uh, the creations and characters from that novella are not isolated merely to that novella, right. but they are properly existing within the Android universe. Um, and I certainly, my heart still beats that one day Bex will get her own oh, card. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm still keeping that candle lit for sure. <laughs> That's uh, right. But if, it, if this is as far as it goes, maybe we'll even get like a few more flavor text quotes from her, maybe some from the runner side. Sure. That alone would be fantastic. Sure, yeah. So, so great, great work. Uh, way to get in there. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Thanks a lot, FFG. Uh, NBN is NBN brought another agenda to the uh, table there. Reeducation, a five-three initiative agenda. When you score reeducation, add any number of cards from HU to the bottom of R and D and draw that many cards. That's pretty good. Yeah. But the runner randomly adds the same number of cards from his or her grip to the bottom of the stack if able. 
Yeah, so, so everyone has a wacky card mix-up. No, no, but the runner doesn't draw. The runner just is out. Oh, yeah. So the so the NBN gets a nice little recycling and that kind of action happening. But the runner can actually go down to just no cards. Everything's lost at the bottom of the heap. Yep. All combo pieces are gone. There we go. So I... I don't know. Currently, the way I'm looking at re-education, it doesn't look at it doesn't look like the five threes I've been hoping for. You know, like the like the protocol, for example. Like these are big, big players. Yeah. This here can knock the player's hand size down to zero uh, after you get fresh new cards. I'm just I'm, I'm trying to think of like the power here. Yeah, for NBN. it's definitely weird. Um, what someone a, a very the 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 observant handsome Jack does ah. mention on Netrunner DB is however this card really shines a 24 7 news cycle like every other nbn agenda mm. this agenda can create kills and completely negates meat damage protection there you go yeah what how so you ask start your turn have six cards in hand draw one card then play 24 7 to shuffle sh- shuffle six away <laughs> leaving just... only neural emp in your hq then play Neural EMP. Yeah. Bam. Dead. And who packs dead damage protection against NBN anyway? That's right. Um, so that's true. That's I, weird. But like, talk about re-education. Like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, wait. Um, all, 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 my, all my trigonometry. I need to learn calculus instead until their head explodes. Yeah. <laughs> and then, oh, everything is gone and bad, and I am gone and bad. Oh, no. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, I think maybe it's the NBN has always had really strong agendas, I guess. And yeah. And they're trying to keep like the, 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 the balance yeah. a little bit down. Yeah. I mean, in general, like it's always been so hard to find five to just like, yeah. of all the factions, putting five threes in NBN has always felt especially hard. Sure. But if you can turn it into some goofy game ending combo, that's <laughs> not using breaking news and boom, because the runner will never see it coming. Maybe that's cool. Maybe that's good. <laughs> Yeah, they put in some early MPs, and then they go. I was not expecting that. Thank you very much. I just, I think, I like the acid up on Mars, man. There must be like, <laughs> there's it's, some... it's it's pretty wacky for sure. <laughs> what else we got, Nels? Uh, we have traffic analyzer. Okay, a okay. NBN upgrade, zero to res, only one influence. Um, and whenever you res a piece of ice protecting the server, trace two. If successful, the corp gains one card. Oh, one credit. One credit. Um, that's weird. Huh. But I think, like, in general, I mean, that's it's pretty tough to find a, a deck slot for just that, right? That, sure, sure. But there have been some pretty ugly uh, NBN making news decks that also made prolific use of Arabiata Tech. Mm, mm. That's that crazy asset where every time a trace is initiated the corporation gains a credit and the runner loses one. Yeah. So in the fact that this happens... Like, like, like the trace doesn't need to work, guys. That That's just firing all the time. Yeah. And with yeah. making news, you can turn this into a three or a four, okay? And then in fact, it fires off every single piece of ice. And so if the runner's getting poorer for every Arabiata trace ice from an ice res and the corporation is getting richer, that's, ooh, that's annoying. Yep, that's bad. And you really don't... And then... Like, whenever there's that money imbalance between the runner and the corporation, and it's NBN, they're like, hard-hitting news. Yeah, that, then those four tags uh, stick on you. Yeah. Um, and the fact that it's an upgrade means, you know, if you're doing some, like, sync, generally remote list thing, that's still quite good. Yep, sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's weird, but it, as long... It, I think if you have something else synergizing off of traces, maybe it's not bad. 
Yeah, yeah. Speaking of wacky agendas, yeah, this is. A, here's, oh man, here's some more wacky agendas. Oh like, god, but, I love it. I love. Oh, but we gotta say this is a little bit more grounded than uh than 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 the tricks that NBN is trying to pull. Definitely more grounded. This is meteor mining. Yep. A five two. A five two. Which is like a fetal AI. Yes. We're talking fetal AI numbers. Not, 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 not very beneficial. But it's an agenda. When you score meteor mining, it's right out of our friends, Wayland. Who else would be Ooh, able to mine correct. Who a else? meteor? When you score meteor mining, you may gain seven. If the runner has at least two tags, you may do seven meat damage instead. And yep. we have the quote from classic Netrunner. Yep. I've got a rock. Charles Mad Dog Brun, the Comet Jockey. Yeah. So what's great here is like the flavor is so good. It's like, hey, we mined the meteor and we got all the unobtainium, whatever the craps in the meteor. Or we just kind of drove it into where the runner was. Yeah. Which is super great and You're awesome. Right. And it's, it's, I love this card and it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's again, again, we have that dip, that ever difficult runner to tag kind of thing. Yeah. We do. Especially. Because, you know, usually that two-tag thing has come out of the whole shenanigans from using Breaking News or whatever. And obviously, you're not going to use this in the same deck. You're break- using Breaking News in because that's a crime. <laughs> yes. Um, breaking News. You're hit by a meteor. Breaking News. Watch out. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, it's like that if you're playing Wayland, how do you get two tags on the runner? Oof. They've while they, also scoring an agenda. Yeah, they've been trying to crack that code for some time now. Yeah, and now it's in an even more difficult position. Yeah, um, but but at least this is in Wayland. At least we're not sink booming. You know, right. at least this is Wayland bringing the meat yeah. damage. Yeah, but like if you're playing maybe some weird, crazy, like super trap heavy thing, and you're like, I'm using Mushin or whatever. You're like, which of these are going to be? You never know. And then you, like, zealots judge them twice, and this thing already had four advances on it, so you're like, oh, here's the fifth one. Kerblau, goodbye. Yeah. Like, t- okay, I think maybe Contender for one of the coolest ways to end a game is drop a meteor Definitely. on somebody. Definitely. <laughs> correct. <laughs> correct. Oh, well, the, it, it is the, oh, when, when, you're, when you're on five points, you're scoring this, you're like, oh, I could take the points. Oh, I am going to take the points, but then I'll also deal the damage, so I win twice. Yeah. <laughs> They're, they're I win twice. Ultimate coolest way I of winning. I win at the same time, both times. Uh, <laughs> Either way is very good. What else did Wayland bring? Speaking of amazing Wayland agendas. Oh, amazing Wayland agendas. Uh, so this is, Wayland now joins the Cool Kids Club with having a 2-0. Cool. Yes. I think I think it's the coolest 2-0. And man, oh man. <laughs> so what this, what this boy does is when you score standoff, each player, starting with the runner, trashes one installed card until one player declines to trash a card. If the runner declines, the corporation draws one card and gains five credits. The thing, the very important thing to note is each player trashes one installed card. Any card. Yeah. Any card on the board. Right. Does not matter. So the runner's like, I'm going to trash that um, that firewall you have on R&D. And you go, cool, I'm going to trash your Plascrete Carapace. Right. Like, oh, well, I'll trash that uh, face down upgrade. I'll trash that Temujin contract you just installed. <laughs> I don't want to play this game anymore. <laughs> Corp gains gains five and, and a card. This is not running a trick. And, but, so if, if runner ends in a position where the corpse like, well, I don't want to trash another card. Then nothing happens. Then nothing happens, sure. Yep. But talk and, about- and if the runner cannot, so it's if the runner does not trash an installed card because there aren't any left, you have, you have apocalypsed the board <laughs> and there is nothing remaining. 
uh then the runner has to be like oh i can't trash anything and you go nice i draw a card and gain five gain five credits super cool and of course like wayland has all this stuff now that's all about like way more than they had before about forfeiting agendas yeah so now they can get this two zero it was like it have a weird time doing it. it yeah you get the two zero you get the card you get the five and you can trash it with um with some cool gems and more space action. yeah i mean you can open the game install advanced event score this the runner has nothing to trash, so then you just draw a card and get five credits. Yep. It's like Hostile Takeover, except you don't give them a bad pub. Yeah. And you didn't, and get, you get, a, a, and you didn't get a point. And you didn't get a point. But should, yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's nice. I like I, I like that this card, oh, this card, imagine once all once there's tons of cards on the board. Imagine scoring this late game where there's just way too much stuff. It's like a, yeah. weird, it's like a soft apocalypse. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a soft apocalypse, but you get to choose the order? Yeah. Oh, man, it's so... It's so weird. I love it. But it makes me like the the just the interaction that falls out of that makes me so unbelievably stupidly happy. Yes. That I was like, oh my god, yes. Yeah. I'm so happy this exists. And I mean, let's take a minute to appreciate the artwork. Oh, yes. For it is fantastic. Yeah, so the artwork is just is just awesome. It's like uh it's a it's a huge, huge Martian mining dump truck like, thing. Yeah, it's like Tiananmen Square-ish, right? Yeah. Like, well, it's like this crotchety old guy. It looks like he has a cane standing in front of like his geodesic dome house. Yeah, like, I think. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 so the way I kind of saw this is like the corp just keeps running over things. Yeah. <laughs> Like it just, uh, but both things. Like, oh, that was a server that our our firewall was on. Ah, geez, this thing just doesn't stop. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, that was cool. one of our sysops. Well, <laughs> he was insured. It happens. <laughs> okay, so Wayland's uh, got a triple. This yeah, time. and this is uh the third part of the quote from uh, our ast- the astronaut. May, uh, May Jemison. Yes, sacrifice, audacity, success. Now this is success. And this is the success. This is the success. This is a two influence, zero cost, triple. These Waylands, their turns are short. Yep. <laughs> this is a uh, as initial cost. Play it. Spend the two clicks. Advance a card. X. No, oh, sorry, sorry. As additional cost, you also have to forfeit on agenda yes. and spend click click. Advance a card. X times. X equals the advancement requirement of the agenda just forfeited. Yes. So, give me, give, paint me a picture, Nels. When am I using success? So, the most delicious. I mean, in general, it's like, okay, well, it it, it definitely fits lovely into the whole Jemison agenda stair-stepping thing, yeah. right? So, you use this to burn a hostile takeover. Okay, well, hostile takeover is a 2-1, so you're getting two out of this, but you're also getting the free one from Jemison. Yep. Maybe you're getting the free one from Oberth. So you're like, I'm putting four, four on here. advances on a card that I just that I For installed last turn. Talk about like stepping up your yeah. game. Yeah. And unlike a lot of the other advancement counter shenanigan cards, this one actually properly advances it. Yes. So if advances. you're using this on an Oaktown, yep. you're getting paid. Hollywood. 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 It's barfing out advancement tokens <laughs> left, right, and center. Um, but the most, most delicious, most amazing combination with this boy is... When you use it with NAPD contract and you get bad pub after the fact, because that advancement requirement on NAPD contract that goes up with how much bad pub you have is fine, even if it's scored. So you score an NAPD and you stick two, three, four bad pub on, you don't care how you do it from, you know, hostile takeovers or profiteering factories, whatever. whatever, right? And so it's like, okay, well, to properly score an NAPD would now have an advancement requirement of like eight. You're like, cool, I'll blow it up with success. Put eight advances on a government takeover. 
<laughs> you can get it from geothermal fracking. I see. I yeah, see. it's it's wacky but good. You like score that first NAPD and then just jack up your bad pub and then you blow it up with success. <laughs> I mean, then you still what have is, to find a way to win the game when you sure. have like four bed pub on you. Sure. What is what is happening at that I, point? In what that is, case, I have no idea. Like, so, okay, we need we need we need we need um you the you you the dozen listeners to to to, to paint us a picture on how yeah this is happening. Work that with me because I don't know. <laughs> we have bad rep, but also we have a contract with the police, <laughs> and then we did something that's like with Martian space, maybe terraforming. I don't know. Anyway, we won. <laughs> We won! <laughs> Everybody loves us. Uh. Alright, but um, that's so that's it for our Wayland. What a trip, Wayland! Yeah, man. Cool. Man, but, oh man. Well, we still got some neutral cards to get. Oh to. yeah. We we first have the uh Wampoa reclamation. Wampoa, I think, is a crater? I, I think it's the monster ours? in Empire. Oh, oh, it's also that. I'm it's definitely sure that. It's that's fine. Sure, Empire. yes. Um so what it is, it's an asset, three to res, three to trash. But what you can do is you can trash one card from HQ to add one card from archives to the bottom of R&D. And you can use this, as this ability only once per turn. Um, so it kind of, sort of, is maybe a Jackson replacement? Okay, so... Sort of? Right, so you're moving cards from your hand. Oh, sorry, and it's two influence. Oh, okay, okay. So don't forget that, boy. All right, wow. Three yeah. to res, three trash. Three res, three trash. And what you do is you trash a card of your choice from HQ. Okay. And then you add one card from archives to the bottom of R&D, and you're limited to doing that once per turn. Um, but you still got to get rid of a card. If you're rid of a card. So, I mean, the first thing is that, well, that's a much more expensive and complicated cost than Museum of History. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> right, so, so the card you did trash can be the card that pits at the bottom. Is that correct? Yes. So, yes. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Is that right? It doesn't it doesn't like a replace like yeah. replace. Yeah, yeah. You trash a card from HQ and then now it's in the archives, and then you just add one card from the archives to the bottom of R and D. So if you want to like make something away for a while, yeah. sure. Throw and that. unlike Jackson, you don't have to like overdraw. You can just be like, I get this thing out of HQ and then put it back. Yay. It, it, so the the Is two that worth two influence? Two influence. Wow. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm I mean, because it's like if it's a good card you want to see again, I mean unless you're planning to like tutor it. You know, unless you're putting back a boom and then immediately tutor, tutoring it out with like a consulting visitor or whatever. Sure. If it's on the bottom R and D, uh, you ain't gonna see it till the game's almost over. Yep. So, unless you're unless you're getting shuffles from somewhere else, it's not great. No, it it ain't. And once but, once per turn, so you can't do the three like you can't flex right. like you could Jackson. Yeah. So it's uh, it's weird. It's weird. It's hard to. Im- and so sorry, and we're talking asset, right, or upgrade? Yeah, asset. Asset. So this yeah. thing also it needs to be. Like, but is the runner gonna bother to get past a piece of ice and through crest to trash this? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Three to res is a beast too. Yeah, like, that's, that's it's. I have a hard time. I mean, I think the fact that it has two influence on it is good, because as we saw with Museum of History, <laughs> the uh, unrestricted ability to keep barfing cards back into your R and D forever It's just misery. Is not great. <laughs> Um, but I do have a hard time imagining exactly what a really killer deck that makes this makes better use of two influence here as compared to anything else really sure. looks like. Elsewhere, sure, sure. Because especially if it's something that's like that much of a linchpin, they're probably gonna want two of those. So then this thing is four influence. Weird. Yep. Pretty weird card. But I'm sure that 
there are some cool combinations with it we just haven't thought yet. Sure, definitely, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's finally one more uh, ostensibly neutral card mm. that is actually probably just a Wayland card. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, I think so. It is mass commercialization. Wayland already had their own commercialization, but yeah. this is this, this is, is a truly massive, this is massive commercialization. Right. It is an operation, it is a transaction. Oh, so that sweet, sweet core Wayland, get that extra one, cha-ching, and it costs zero to play. Great. Um... So even if you are unable to resolve the ability, you can always play this for one credit. Easy. There you go. That's a great use of that. (laughs) Um, What it does is that you gain two credits for each card with at least one advancement tokens on it. Advancement token on it. Gain two for each one. Yes. And this is influenceless. Yeah. So in both, uh, I think in Tenant Institute, this is awesome. Yep. Um. Also in Builder of Nations. Yes. This is great. This is so cool in Builder of Nations. I love, I really, really, really love Builder decks. And this is a really neat way of doing it. Like, yeah. Uh, hell, even like, even if you have two on the board, like it's, it's a, I, I guess. That's it, as good as a hedge fund, except you can play it from zero instead of five. Yeah. Like if you have two cards on the board that each have one advancement token on it, it's as good as a hedge fund. Yeah. If you have we, three, we, 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 we have, of course, also slowed our game down by click advancing, click yeah. advancing. Or, or, hey, we probably just, uh, shipment from Kaguya them out yeah or something like that yeah, but with Tenon you didn't even do anything all you had to do was keep the runner from making successful runs yeah and then you're turning that into like humongous money a big pile of money man that's great yeah but but, but what's neat though is this promotes spreading of advanced cards yeah which Builder of Nations probably likes a little, little bit more than uh, super stacking yeah. one yeah. one one card yeah man it's oh cool. man Very... it's it's cool yeah Mars is great Mars is super cool a lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of neat stuff. I like, I like the big five cost consoles. I always like consoles. I like the idea of consoles. I like how where they got the flavor from. Um, uh, and whaling cards in here are just a blast. God, stay, I am. I mean, like, nor it, it, it is so wonderful to be like to take a look at Oba Obakata Protocol and be like that that agenda. Oh my god, it's so great! And then two cards later, you're like standoff. Oh my god, it's so great! <laughs> right, yeah, really, really exciting. Like, like really fresh, uh, really, really fresh ideas on these cards. A lot of stuff we haven't seen. Mass, mass driver, right? Like, yeah, crazy. What is that? Wow, and it just like, it's just but sh- it's weird. It's weird, and it's, but it just shatters through cards so hard that like, like I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, it's all neat. it's wonderful. I'm there are some things in there that I'm super excited about, but broadly. Like, I'm even excited. Like, at first, I was, like, pretty meh about Alice, but now I'm even excited about her. Like, yep. there's lots of cool stuff going on. Yep. Um, As always. Every time I think when I'm, like, Seisha, I'm like, there's so many, like, I got Ag Infusion in the last deck, and I'm like, oh, there's so much weird stuff to play around with here. And it's like, would you like some more? I yeah. know. <laughs> would you like something that makes you want to go back to core Jinteki? And you're like, oh, God, I didn't know I wanted that. But, but, but <laughs> I want, yes, I, want but yes, I think I do. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Ah, everything in here, so cool. Uh, I am. I want to play Titan Institute again. Yeah. Like, ah, it's so exciting. Um. So quickly, we have won some uh, some cool players in Europe asked us to give a mention of their event, and we are s- certainly happy to do so. Great. Um. Uh, they are having Nordic Nationals for both Netrunner and Game of Thrones. I don't, if you play Game of Thrones only, I don't know why on earth you'd be listening to this podcast. But if you have some friends yes. who don't play Netrunner or play Game of Thrones and want to come along with you to a sweet event in Sweden, you should totally do this. Um, it's a two-day event taking place on the 26th and 27th of August in the city of Varberg, just south of Gothenburg in Sweden. So like right there, right there next to Denmark. Um, in fact, they've already heard some people are coming, jumping on that weird bridge tunnel 
uh, from Denmark to come over. They're going to get some Norwegians over as well. So right. people in Europe, because all your cool countries are close together. And connected by as, rails. And- as compared to us, who we have to get on a plane for like six hours or it's like just a, to get to Toronto. Or a life-changing road trip It's like three weeks. Yeah, correct. <laughs> that you make a movie out of. Yep. Um, you can just ju- jump over there, so you should totally do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a Facebook event for the... A Facebook page for the event. Um, I'm going to shoot a link onto that. But yeah, people should... Totally come. Um, it sounds awesome. Uh, the dude who mentioned, who, who sent this, this info, Dick Scattenberg, I think he's one of the organizers. Um, this sounds great. Yeah. I was I was actually in Denmark uh, just uh, about two months ago. Cool. Uh, lovely. I, I Did they do the witch burning thing? Uh, not when I was there. That mm. was at a different time. Okay. I think that is still Denmark. Yeah. I th- I'm pretty sure. It's like, it's, it is an effigy, to be clear. It's not an actual. No, thing. no. It's not like somebody. They're not like really backwards. It's yeah. like a, just a tradition. It's thing. just a weird statue. Yeah. Um, it is different from the Yulva goat. If people are not familiar with the with the Yulva goat, uh, there's this city in Sweden um, where they make this big goat every year in the summer, and everyone hates it, and oh. they try to destroy it. Wow. Um there is a fantastic podcast on this network. I think we may have mentioned it once before called Something True. Right. It's from our friends Duncan Fife and Alex Ashby. Mm. Uh, and the, oh, it's either the sixth or the seventh episode. It's an eight episode series. All, it's just a bunch of stories like, that are all f- actually from history. And the sixth or seventh one is about both witches in Sweden, witch hunts in Sweden specifically, and that goat. Uh, the goat gets a brief mention. Uh, so if people are at all <laughs> interested in checking out something true, they absolutely should be. It is one of my favorite things that has ever existed on the internet. And the fact that we were even vaguely, tenuously connected to it makes me so impossibly, stupidly happy. It's pretty exciting. Um, I'm throwing in a link to that episode specifically, but you, you should listen to all eight of them. They are so, so good. Um, if you have any thoughts for us mm-hmm. about burning witches in effigy or, or weird goats. Or hating goats, you know, that's... Whatever. Uh, feel free to give us a shout on Twitter at Term7 or just shoot us an email, Terminal7 at idlethumbs.net. You can hit us up in either of those places for questions, comments, thoughts. We are going to be talking about rotation very soon, mm-hmm. including with some some very cool, very special guests. We're yeah. going to try to get a, a broad swath of people to all get their thoughts, considerations, opinions about what things are going to be like when 240 cards just poof, disappear. disappear. Uh, so look forward to that. But if you have any thoughts about all that crazy rotation stuff, feel free to drop us a line. We'd be happy to interrogate those questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and as always, thank you to our buddy Gordon McClattery for Killing letting you. again, what a pal, letting us use his home and his expertise to make this podcast sound so soft and so gentle. Yeah, like, so pick like, up some like, of the games he's worked on. Night like, in the Woods. Oh, yes. Lots of games he's worked on. So him and his amazing team. Yes. So many fine games. Um, Sheldon Pitt Audio, check that out. And finally, once again, thank you so much to Mr. Ed Harrison for letting us use his track, Tin Soldiers from the Neo Tokyo OST. Grab that, grab it, grab it immediately, and then hold Obakata Protocol and stand off in front of your faces and be so overjoyed. Uh, grab that at edharrison.bandcamp.com. Let's...
patches in somehow. Yeah, that definitely. <clears throat> easy. Easy, easy peasy. Okay. <laughs> we got 